שלום שלום, שמי דוד, אני באנגליה עכשיו, ואני לומד עברית וגם גרמנית. אתם מקשיבים לפודקאסט הכי טוב בעולם, The Fluent Show. Welcome to The Fluent Show, a podcast all about loving, living, and learning languages. My name is Kirsten Cable from fluentlanguage.co.uk and I'm your podcast host and language-obsessed, language-learning coach, expert and general person who will not and cannot shut up about language learning. <laughs> Today, I'm going to focus on one of those three aspects that I mentioned at the top of the show. Every week I tell you, this is a show about loving, living and learning languages And in today's show, we're going to talk about loving, because the topic is how to get back together with your ex. That's right. Your ex, language, of course. We all have that one language that maybe we picked up and we studied for half a year. There was a dalliance. There was a little bit of spice. There was a little bit of excitement, but somehow it didn't really go anywhere. And today... I have a listener question from someone who had that experience and a few tips on how you can maybe relight the fire, get back into learning that language, <laughs> just get back together with your ex-language. Before I head into today's relationship advice, I've got a few announcements. Number one. You may have noticed this is podcast episode 98, which means episode 100 is round the corner. It is coming, listeners. I'm so excited. We are preparing for a very special event. The 100th episode is going to be a live party with lots of special little things and interactive activities and all sorts of fun going on. And you can join us on this adventure. We need you there. We need some audience to have this live party go off in all of the joyful manner that we imagine. Please come and join us at the live show. You can register for this live show. It's going to be awesome at fluentlanguage.co.uk slash 100. Slash 100. Just enter your name and email address and we will email you all of the details as soon as we've set up so you'll know where to go, what to expect, what you need to prepare, probably nothing <laughs> except for being awake and having your ears kind of tuned in. So join us for the 100th episode because without you listening, I can tell you for sure I would not have made even 50. <laughs> Next, I want to say thank you to David, who is this week's intro recording listener. So David recorded this intro in Hebrew. Thank you so much, David. Remember, listener, you can also appear on the show and you will help me out so much if you send me an intro in any language of your choice, just so I can play it on the show and give everybody the impression that our listeners give me. I'm really enjoying hearing from you and it's making the show a little bit better. So do help, it, do help me out. I need your voices. Send them in. All you have to say is, hi, I am, then your name, I am from, and then where you're from, I'm speaking And then the language you're speaking. And you're listening to The Fluent Show. So, for example, in Welsh, I would say... 
שמאי קסטין אדווי, טווין דודר אלמיין, טווין שרת קמרייג, אקדחין גורנדו, אר אפלואנשו. Hello, my name is Kirsten. I'm from Germany. I speak Welsh. And you're listening to The Fluent Show. All of your intros, please send them to Kirsten, that's K-E-R-S-T-I-N, at fluentlanguage.co.uk. And if you've already sent one, thank you guys so much. I can't wait to hear them. Of course, there's somebody else to thank. This episode, today, episode 98, is brought to you with support from our recurring sponsor, Clothesmaster. If you haven't downloaded Clothesmaster app yet... What are you doing? It's free, it's fun, and it's addictive. Clothesmaster is a language learning game available in 50, that's five, zero, languages, and it works on your Android, on your iPhone, on your iPad, or in your browser. Just give it a go just to see what Clothesmaster could do for you. The game is very simple. You get a sentence in natural language, and there's something missing, and it's your job to fill in the gap. You can switch off whether you want the translation to be visible before you enter your correct answer, whether you want to see it after, or whether you even want multiple choice, or perhaps you are challenging yourself for more points and entering in entering text input. So you are typing what you think might go in the gap. I love doing Clothesmaster because of all that versatility, and I can even learn one language through another language. To try it out, the URL for you to go to is Clothesmaster with a Z, so C-L-O-Z-E-M-A-S-T-E-R, Clothesmaster.com slash FluentShow. And at slash FluentShow, you'll see a special video that I made for you. And also you get the secret code just in case you ever want to upgrade and take advantage of the full Clothesmaster functionality. But even if you don't, don't worry about it. It's free and it'll be free for you as long as you like it. Thank you so much to Clothesmaster for supporting the show. And if you're listening right now, you can support us as well by going to clothesmaster.com slash fluentshow. Are you ready for this week's relationship advice? I feel like I'm on Barry White's Love Line. This used to be this show that was on VH1. I used to watch it. And Barry White obviously had this beautiful deep voice and he'd always be saying, well, you know, babe, he just ain't good for you. <laughs> In a, in a much better accent. <laughs> so that was my Barry White impression. I'm going to read you this week's question, which came to me from Instagram. And I promise I'm not going to do any more Barry White impressions. The question goes like this. Hi, Kirsten. I wanted to ask you a question since you're a great polyglot. Pro tip, start with flattery. Always works. Actually, I speak French, Arabic and English. I'd like to start learning German, but I really have no idea how to begin because I've already started but ended up by giving it up. I found it a little tricky and I couldn't devote a lot of time for it because I'm still working on my English. I'm confused now. So my wonderful podcast listener got in touch and said, I'd like to start learning German, but I really have no idea how to start because I already started and it didn't work out. And that is a situation that a lot of us know. Do you know that one? If you have a language like that, send me an email or leave a comment on this show and tell me what is the language that you might have flirted with, dallied with, entered a relationship with. Maybe it was a little bit long term even. You studied a language before and it just somehow didn't work out and you don't even know why. It's really confusing and now you want it back but Really, you're busy with another language. So what, what gives? 
let's take a breath and have a think about this. And I want to tell you step one, when you're looking back, when you're feeling all that language regret, it's like I told my friend Daniela in, in last week's show in episode 97, what's done is done. What's done is done. Anything that you have studied in the past, any regrets that you have about studying in the past, any thoughts like, oh, if only I'd done more, I would be fluent by now. And obviously I've missed the boat and now I kind of, and, oh, and I don't know, it didn't work out in the past and why do I even bother? Let's just not even go there. Any thoughts like that, shake them off, shake it off and then Put it behind you. What's done is done. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's only served you because if you're picking up that language again, there is something that is left. I've previously done an episode on how to relearn a language that you've forgotten. So you'll find that in the show notes at fluent.show slash 98 or simply in your on your phone if you're listening on the phone right now. But the important thing that you're doing now for the future is this. Shake off the past. Clean slate. You may want to do a ritual. You may want to symbolically wash your hands. I don't know, go for a swim in nature and say, okay, I'm emerging from this lake. And once I'm out, I'm leaving my German learning past behind me. And I'm a new man or a new woman or a new gender neutral. And I want to enter the future with a clean slate. You may not want to go quite as ritualistic as that, but what's important is that you know what's done is done. Leave all that stuff in the past. Leave all that, that rubbish behind you. And then note, write down your new wishes. What do you wish for German? What do you hope for? What do you want to achieve with learning German? How do you want to feel? You know, all that what I often call vision goal stuff. And in the language I would talk it, it's referred to as a vision goal. So, you know, your big wishes, your what does your heart desire in, in German? You're starting again. So you can be, you know, you can be as as optimistic as you wish. Again, think of it like dating. You may have gotten a broken heart in the past, but eventually you've got to start again. You know, if you want to find a partner, you've got to, as people say, put yourself out there. And true love takes time. Trust me, I'm married. True love takes time. It's not instant. So if it didn't work out first time, this might be your fateful second meeting. So once we have given you this, or once you've given yourself this new attitude, this new optimism, it's time to conduct a review and to look at what went wrong last time, maybe. So this can be more straightforward. Last time you picked up German, maybe you noticed a few difficulties Maybe there was something in the grammar that confused you. Maybe you couldn't remember any words. Maybe you were just really busy or you had a teacher that wasn't nice to you. Perhaps it, something took you by surprise. Whatever it is, think back and think about why didn't it work out? So what my question asker just says, I found it a little bit tricky. So there, if I was you, get a little bit more specific and write down what you found tricky. And you also say, I couldn't devote a lot of time for it. So that might be another thing that you know, okay, last time I didn't devote enough time for it. I didn't think, I didn't work with the time that I had. I had very little time. I don't know what to do. So if you noticed all these difficulties, the good news is they can't surprise you anymore. You know, last time you may have felt overwhelmed. You may have felt surprised. You may have thought, oh my God, this is a lot harder than I thought. But now you are that new man, woman, new person, 
Ask yourself what you can do to prevent the same problems when you start again. So that is conducting a review. For example, here are a few examples. For example, maybe it was boring last time. Maybe you thought, oh, that sucks. So consider what you find fun. Consider what's worked for you before in your Arabic, your English, your French. And then start there. Just start with the fun bits. Skip all that boring stuff. Maybe it was tricky because of grammar. This is, you know, in, in German, I hear this a lot. Then go slower. Trust yourself. Trust that there is, there is absolutely, I promise you now, there is nothing in the German language that your brain cannot understand. I 100%, no matter who you are, I promise you this. Consider maybe you wanted to be too perfect too early. Maybe you got hung up on like little one-letter differences. And instead, give yourself a new goal and make that goal this. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. I'm just going to use the language. I'm just going to get it wrong. If in doubt, get it wrong. That's what I say. Number three, maybe no one understood you when you tried to talk. In that case, work on your listening and your accent. Get a tutor who is actually nice to you and patient and who will work with you until they can understand you. Don't speak yet, perhaps. You know, go a little bit slower again. Listen to the corrections that you are getting. This is something that so often we undervalue the, va the, the energy that, that corrections, when they come, if they come at the right time, give us. If, if somebody corrects you and you never act on it, what's the point? So do listen to any corrections that you get. Write them down. Record voicemails. Maybe even make a podcast. Why not? You know, like Jim Learns German podcast would be awesome. I'd listen. And then speak to the people who may understand you. Just try again, try again. And remember, if in doubt, make mistakes. Step three is this. Get realistic. You may wonder why I didn't address time. Now I will. If you're learning English already and you've got limited time, then you're not going to be ultra fluent in German just by learning it this month, for example. However, that is no problem. Think differently. Think about what time you have, what time you can devote to it, and think about what you can do. And this kind of leads back to those wishes that I talked about before and the reasons you are learning German. If you just want to learn German because you think it would be cool to know a little bit, then be specific about what that little bit is and just learn that bit. If you think you want to learn German because you want to move to Germany, maybe it's worth taking a step back in the English and moving the German to a priority for the next three months or six months so that you can devote more time to it. You have to think about what you're doing this for so that you know how much time you're going to invest. Because time, this is a platitude, but time is money. <laughs> so think about what you can do. It's much, much more productive. Believe it or not, even if you only devote 20 minutes a week to German, you're still going to learn stuff. You're just not going to learn as much. I mean, I've spent about six hours, I think, on Chinese so far in the last two months. And I know more than I did two months ago. <laughs> I really don't know a lot because, as we know, I'm not learning Chinese. But I know a few characters. I know a few words. I'm kind of getting a sense of some of the bits that make a sentence, maybe, maybe not. And it's bringing me forward. So if you don't 
give yourself the super high goals. If you don't set your expectations too high, then you're going to enjoy learning the little bits that you do learn. You have to appreciate every little step and that makes language learning just so much more enjoyable and as a result, so much more successful. So this is all about managing your expectations. Let's get realistic. Last step, step four. To get started again, put it all together and then add the last bit, which is resources. So let's run through it. Step one is your review. How do you want to learn German this time? What worked before? How will you avoid the same mistakes as last time? Who will help you? Why are you even back? You know, why? what is it that attracts you about German? The more specific you can get about all those, all those things, the more you will have, you know, when you write the answers to all those questions, you know, pause the podcast, go back, listen, write the answer to those questions and then tell me you don't have a language learning plan already forming on the page. Step number two, think about your circumstances. When are you going to learn German? How much time and money have you got? If you want more detail, think, you know, listen to last week's episode with Daniela or get the language habit toolkit where I give you the tools to make a plan. There's a little weekly planner in there and a tracker and you can just kind of work and begin to establish your own unique routine. I really believe that language habit forming is the the key to becoming fluent and habit forming is challenging for us as people and that's why we're going to work so hard on it but it makes us just that little bit cooler and that's why it's worth it number three let's talk about your materials so you got your plan formed but you've emerged from the lake you've got your plan what are you going to use here is a note on language learning materials i have got a a sort of classification. I usually talk about guiding resources, which are your courses, really things where you can move on to the next unit and you'll learn something new. They are curriculum-based. They guide you. That's why they're the guiding resources. They're important. The input resources, that's where you get an awful lot of input, natural language, you consume the language. It's usually where there's most of the fun. And then there are the reference resources. That's Things like your grammar book, your dictionary. You're not going to read those as bedtime lecture. I mean, unless you need them to help you with your input resource. But, you know, they, they help you understand more. They help you say more. They are tools. So all three of these, your guiding resource, your input resource, and your reference resource are super important. And then there are things like the self-teachers resources, which is the podcast that you're listening to right now, the language coach, you know, the, the tutor, those people and resources you know guidebooks things that can help you get your technique filed down or just try something new all of these together I would say you need at least one guiding resource uh, I would recommend at least one ideally two or three input resources your reference resources is up to you but it can be as simple as just installing a dictionary app or purchasing a dictionary just, usually you can get one in a charity shop for like three pounds and then your self-teacher's resources. Well, you're listening to The Fluent Show. So you got that one covered. I never want to say you must use this and you must love this. And many people feel that they have to use something because it's been advertised or reviewed. And I just want to say, do use it. Do try it. Do give it a go. There are There is such fantastic material out there. But 
if it doesn't work for you, that's not a problem. So with all that in place, <laughs> your clean slate, your review, your circumstances, those two together have created the first draft of your plan, your materials. You are now set up for success. And success on your terms, success, your definition. Remember, language learning is a habit. Language learning is something that doesn't really stop in your life. It's a bit like exercise. You know, it's a healthy habit. It's a good thing to have in your life. If you feel you are completely stuck, focus on what you do and not what you think you should achieve. Just focus on, well, what can I actually do? What can I change? What can I shift? And that is essentially what I would recommend to you if you want to get back to a language that you learned and that didn't work out for you in the long run. Just shake it off and then make that plan. Thank you to Clothesmaster for sponsoring today's episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to rate or review us in the iTunes store or in your podcasting app. It really helps other people find The Fluent Show. Or why not just tell a friend about us if they mention learning a language and ask you about Duolingo, say yes. And also there's this podcast. <laughs> Word of mouth ain't dead. I'm so grateful to you. I hope you're tuning in and don't forget to sign up at fluentlanguage.co.uk slash 100 to make sure you don't miss out on our live episode 100. Speak to you next week. Goodbye.